You're listening to episode 15 of the Broken Glass podcast, overcoming I'm not enough to grow and succeed in the music industry. You're listening to the Broken Glass podcast, a podcast with a mission to highlight women in the music industry through their stories, from their successes to their trials and tribulations. We'll share tools and resources available to you to make your music dream job come to life or to start that business you've always wanted to own. But most of all, you'll be a part of the Broken Glass community where we support and encourage each other and open the doors to working in music. I'm your host, Christy Jacobson, entrepreneur, music lover, wonderluster, and dreamer. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Broken Glass podcast. Today's episode is all about mindset, overcoming limiting beliefs, and the fears we face as women in the music industry that prevent us from reaching our full potential and shattering that proverbial glass ceiling. This episode is brought to you by my five-day managing personal wellness email challenge. It can be hard to manage your personal wellness when you're jumping from your full-time job to a gig or a side hustle. So if you're looking for ways to easily manage your personal wellness while hustling in the music industry, then be sure to sign up for the five-day challenge at brokenglassmediallc.com slash managingpersonalwellness. Each day for five days, you'll receive an email around one of the pillars of wellness with tips on how to make small changes for a big impact in your wellness. Last week, I reached out to many of you on Facebook and by email to find out what you're looking for in Broken Glass Media, and it was mentioned that sometimes the podcast episodes can run a little bit too long for short commutes, and I get that. My commute is three minutes, maybe seven minutes max, which in LA, let me tell you, that's incredible. So I brainstormed for a while about how I could provide content that's a half hour or less, perfect for those of you with shorter commutes, and I realized that I had a great tool at the tip of my fingertips that I actually use with the History in 10 podcast. The Broken Glass Patreon page is now officially up to date, and each tier offers the opportunity for bonus audio content. Depending on which tier you choose, you will receive one or two shorter bonus episodes a month that will be related to the music industry, whether it be business, career, or wellness-related advice, a discussion on music industry trends, or sharing some information about some of the women I admire in the music industry. And maybe we'll get some guest experts to jump in. You can check out the Patreon page and choose a tier at patreon.com slash thebrokenglasspodcast. And if there's something you'd like to see on one of these tiers, just let me know. Shout it out. Today, I'm breaking down one of my pillars of personal wellness that I know from experience can be a struggle for so many of us, and I'm going to get real personal in this one here. One of the things I've really come to discover in the last several months through some of the last podcast interviews and attending the She Did It Her Way Summit is that mindset is so incredibly important in becoming successful in our careers, whether it's as a professional, an executive, artist, creative, or entrepreneur, and even in just who we are as people. But mindset isn't something that we can just change at the snap of our fingers. We need to be conscious of it and of where our thoughts are going, and we need to develop a practice around it. And this is why I love meditation and recommend it to anyone struggling with mindset. I started off coaching myself on mindset slowly by first using a gratitude journal. My favorite and my journal of choice is the five-minute journal by Intelligent Change, And that's the one that I chose for myself uh, last year when I was really struggling to work through my mindset. And through the journal, I was able to not just develop a gratitude practice, but to find time to reflect on how I want my day to go, and at the end of the night, to reflect on how my day went. The idea of finding the good in my life translated into a daily practice, 
when I'm frustrated at work or I find myself completely overwhelmed, I stop and I think of the good things that I have. That I'm out taking a walk and the sky is blue. That I'm able to experience this beautiful weather. That I'm alive. That I have a job where I'm supported. That I have people in my life who care. And it's also helped me in overcoming limiting beliefs that I have about, well, pretty much anything. My skill, my business, my ability, you name it. It's really any kind of limit that I put on myself that's holding my that's holding me back from taking a risk, from putting myself out there and eventually becoming successful. Now, essentially, limiting beliefs are just that, daily beliefs that we have about ourselves, our work, our identity, our careers, and our business that constrain us and keep us from moving forward. And it can be anything from feeling like you're not worth it or you don't belong to thinking that no one will be interested in you, that you don't have the skills to complete a task, that you're not valuable. I am so guilty of this. For the longest time, I said these kinds of things to myself. And the thing is, I didn't even realize I was saying these things until I started to note the thoughts that came into my head. You know what? Nobody's perfect. I am smart enough and I belong. In the process of starting Broken Glass Media, especially related to these solo cast episodes and the products and services I'm building out, I encountered and am still struggling to overcome limiting beliefs, including who am I to do this? Who am I to coach someone on their wellness? I haven't worked at a record label, so who am I to give advice on how to DIY an album? I've held two music industry positions, both at the same company, so who am I to provide advice for searching for careers and building up translatable skills? Why am I letting these stop me? Why am I letting them give me pause? I have the education, and yeah, maybe I don't have all the experience in the world, but you know what? Nobody does. Nobody is perfect. And maybe I don't have the exact experience, but I have the business experience and knowledge. I have experience as a consumer that I can bring to the table. I have creative ideas. I also have my own experience in successfully managing my own personal wellness and changing my own mindset and creating plans for myself and holding myself accountable to meet my own goals. The thing is, and I've heard something a lot from other entrepreneurs and music executives, is that if you're one step ahead, then you're the perfect person to do it. And you know what else? What other people think about you has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. Jen Sincero has some of the best quotes to help you get over your limiting beliefs. I personally think that my limiting beliefs, as many do, come from a strong feeling of self-consciousness. I had significant amount of social anxiety growing up, and especially after I graduated college. It was to the point where I did not want to network, I didn't want to get in a room full of people and have to socialize, and I didn't want to leave my house. It's well known that we, as women, struggle in the music industry. And yeah, it's totally a result of old school thinking and a continuation of the boys club. But I've been watching the news lately, and there are women rising to the top of labels, publishing companies, live music. Heck, did you watch this year's Grammys? Women dominated, and women are cracking the country charts in some cases too. We have a long way to go to change the beliefs that others hold about women in these roles across the industry. But one thing that we need to do as women is to overcome our own limiting beliefs. Whether you're an artist, an executive, a music entrepreneur, a pod- podcaster, a producer, a songwriter, whatever it is that you aspire to be, believe that you can do it. Let go of the fear. Let go of the I'm not good enough, the I'm not valuable enough, and the I can't do it because. Be confident. Move forward. 
pivot, find your community, and don't let anything you believe about yourself and your skills stop you. I can tell you 100% that I've looked at a job opening or opportunity, picked out one or two things I didn't know how to do, and quickly moved on to look at yet another opening because I don't know how to do that. I'm not qualified for the job. Instead of having the confidence not only to research what those few job responsibilities might require of me, but to just apply for the job, I've let my belief that I'm not qualified stop me from something that could be potentially amazing. I remember when I was offered my current position as a customer service manager. It was a promotion within my department, and I hesitated. I was good at my job. I knew that. I know our customers inside and out, and I knew exactly who to reach out to for what within the company. I had a good working relationship with our warehouse, and I had my coworkers' preferences down to a science. So what was holding me back? Number one, my first thought was, I can't manage people. I'm too introverted. And what if I mess up? Number two, I thought, if something bad happens, then it's all on me. I don't want that kind of responsibility. A thousand other thoughts crossed my mind, and I asked for a few days to consider it. I was letting my fears limit me from an opportunity that was, for one, an honor to be considered for, knowing how much my colleagues and my superiors thought of me, but also a chance to expand my knowledge, my experience, to grow and to learn and to cultivate skills that would 100% benefit me in my future positions, my career, and even building up broken glass media. And for what? My fear of responsibility? Fear of change? Now, this opportunity came to me less than a week after I returned from the She Did It Her Way Summit, my first one. I was completely fired up to start my business, and I wanted to put my head down, figure out exactly how I was going to turn in turn what was a blog at the time into an actual business. And after reflecting about the opportunity, the business, and everything I learned at the summit, I realized that my limiting belief stemmed in part from being afraid that the new position would detract from building up my business. I also feared failure, and that if I said yes to the opportunity and something went wrong, then my manager and other executives at the company would think less of me. I knew that I couldn't let these beliefs and fears hold me back in my career. How was I going to get anywhere in the company or as an entrepreneur if I let them derail me? So I said yes to the opportunity. I put structures in place that I could manage the new role and my business, and I eliminated the word failure from my vocabulary. Instead, thinking of it as a learning opportunity. And when mistakes are made, I hold myself accountable, I learn from that mistake, I make a change, and I move forward. I still struggle with limiting beliefs every day, but I've started to recognize when those thoughts cross my mind. I hear myself say something that hinders my growth as an individual, as an entrepreneur, and in my relationships, and I full-on stop myself. Stop, I tell myself. Just stop it. I reflect on why I've thought that, what the trigger was, and what would happen if I let go of that belief. And there have been some pretty incredible results from this. Not only did I notice I feel better both physically and mentally right down to my soul, I, I no longer have that, fit, that pit of fear in my stomach every day. And good things started to happen in my career, in my business, and even in the relationships in my life. And while I knew I changed, and I'm still going through the process of growing and evolving, it wasn't until this year's She Did It Her Way Summit that I realized just how much of an impact it had on me and the resulting confidence I exuded. Last year, I was excited to attend a summit, 
mostly to learn and figure out exactly what I wanted to do with my business. I love school and I feel like I'm always a perpetual student. So I was eager to take on something new, to really dig into entrepreneurship. But I was terrified. I still suffered from a significant amount of social anxiety and I was still honestly afraid to network, to tell people about myself, my business, and what I do. That first day, I arrived early to the kickoff event and was immediately greeted by the event organizer, Amanda, with a huge hug, and I felt the weight on my shoulders lift, the pit in my stomach dissipate, and my heart rate calm down. I can do this. It's going to be okay. And it was. I still kept to myself for the most part, connecting with a few women and finally venturing out into the city on Saturday. With trepidation, though, I've watched a lot of Chicago PD. I know how things go. I spent the last year working on myself, self-coaching through limiting beliefs, fears, and anxieties, developing my social skills by attending networking events, and even taking the microphone to do a pitch at a Bruntwork event. I was a panelist at a music industry conference, connecting with peers and students, sharing my stories of working in the industry and becoming an entrepreneur. And of course, I started this podcast where I talked to women, sometimes not even in the same room. Step by step, I worked on myself to put myself out there because honestly, what was the worst that could happen? Nothing bad and everything good. As we closed in on this year's summit, I realized I didn't have that same pit in my stomach. I was excited 100%. I couldn't wait to see and hug Amanda again. I couldn't wait to meet up with the women from last year, and I was so ready to meet new people, to connect with them, to hear their stories and share my story and expand my network. Can I tell you something? The confidence I developed over the last year, the difference I made in myself was recognized. At the end of the event, I met up with one of the women who I spent some time with last year. We sat down at a bar to chat, and one of the first things she noted was how different I seemed from last year. Now, I immediately jumped into, well, we did a fitness challenge at my studio, and my hair's a lot longer than it was, but she stopped me right there. No, it wasn't my weight loss, wasn't the length of my hair. It was my energy, my confidence, the brightness in my face and my eyes. I was a different person to her from the year prior, and it all started with overcoming limiting beliefs. So many good and incredible things are on the other side of your limiting beliefs, your fears, your comfort zone. And I'm sure by now you're thinking, well, that's great. How can I start working to overcome my limiting beliefs? So each time I encounter a limiting belief of some kind or a fear or anxiety, there are three steps that I take, and here are the action steps that you can take. Number one, give pause when you hear yourself say something that might be a limiting belief. Sometimes we don't even realize we're doing this, and I for sure didn't realize it until I started a meditation practice. In meditation, you practice taking note of thoughts that come into your mind and then letting them go. And through meditation, I developed my skill of noting, and it's one of the most useful useful tools for recognizing my limiting beliefs. Now, number two, analyze your limiting belief. Why are you telling yourself that you can't do something? What does it matter? Make a pros and cons list if you need to. And number three, move forward and don't let it stop you. Most of the limiting beliefs that cross our minds are just that. They're beliefs. What is the worst that could happen if you just go for it? Does it really matter in the long run? Are you limiting yourself because you're afraid of what others are thinking of you? As long as it's just a belief or fear and not something with serious consequences, then I say go for it. 
move forward and let go of that fear. Amazing things happen when you're out of your comfort zone and you're fearless. I'm going to give you a little bit of homework today. Figure out the one belief that's holding you back. Take that one limiting belief, analyze it, let it go, and move forward. Let me know how it goes and what the result is. Shout it out on social media and tag Broken Glass Media or email me at christy at brokenglassmediallc.com. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful, confidence-filled week ahead. Thank you for listening to the Broken Glass Podcast. If you like the show and want to know more, visit www.brokenglassmediallc.com, subscribe to the podcast, and don't forget to leave a review. Join me each week to hear new stories, learn all about the tools and resources available to you, and get tips for building a career in music. If you're interested in becoming part of a community of supportive women in music, join our secret community on Facebook at the Broken Glass Collective.